Hey guys, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to today's episode of Finding Freedom. So today I am go- today can't even get one word out. Today I am joined by the beautiful Faye. We're just going to go with Faye, and Faye's going to tell you all about her today. Um, and all I want her to talk to you guys about a little bit is to do with her background, her career, um, and just a little bit about building discipline. So you're definitely going to want to tune in to today's session and today's episode if you have been struggling trying to balance your life, balance your career, balance your passions, um, and actually struggling with finding the motivation or the discipline to get going. Um, Faye is going to give you some of her amazing, incredible tips and habits that she's built. And I'm so excited to introduce you to everyone because you're a freaking golden queen. I've only known you like a year now. I was thinking about this earlier. And I think I've met you a couple of times given pandemic. We've never really got to communicate. But I also feel like I mean, we're in so many WhatsApp groups, we talk pretty much every single day. So it's crazy, the power of technology and making friends. So, Faye, if you want to say hello to everyone. Absolutely. Thank you for the introduction. Hi, guys. Hope you're all good. So, yeah, my name's Faye. Um, As Claire already gave me a wonderful introduction, I am a professional dancer. But also, as well, on the side, I do have my own online business. So um, just a bit of a background on me with my dancing career. So I've been a dancer since I was five years old. Uh, Since then, always knew that would be where it would take me. I always knew that dancing would be my passion my career I absolutely love it I will be dancing until my body literally says like Faye you need to stop dancing now because <laughs> you're getting old um so and that will unfortunately hit one day which is such a shame uh, but it is obviously the truth so um yeah I started at five years old and I was very blessed to have a very successful career pretty much from the get-go so I've only well when I started I actually started with a girl partner so that's where it all happened and I was a very shy character when I was young I literally wouldn't really say anything I was very happy around my best friends and my my girl partner Uh, but then when she quit it was just like oh my god my world crumbled down I was like that's it I can't dance anymore because her name was Casey like Casey stop dancing that's it It, it, my my career is over like it was so dramatic (laughs) oh god I think I was only about like I don't think I was like eight years old or seven. (laughs) It's like my world is over and I'm only eight. Oh my gosh. Literally, I was like, stop it now. Anyway, so as I look back, I was actually hilarious. But anyway, so, and then I had a tryout plan. So, in the ballroom dancing career, because you're dancing with somebody, you have to have these tryouts. And um, it was with my, well, who was uh, my partner, his name was Alex, we were together for 12 years. So that was definitely the most successful time in my career, because we'd started at juvenile which was literally I was um I was nine years old he was eight years old and then all the way up to I can't remember how old I was I think I was like 21 22 um, and he was the same as well so um yeah we had that tryout and oh my god I remember it so well um I was sit- I was sitting in the car and my mom had got me dressed up like all beautiful I was like this is weird I don't normally get this dressed up for a dance lesson anyway then she just drops out to me that you've got a tryout I was like okay great with the girl it's like no with a boy I burst into tears I was like I'm not entering that dance studio do not make me go in there I was like boys smell <laughs> boys stink I don't like boys they're gross all of as you can imagine and um and yeah and that's where my career took off I did get into the studio I did do the tryout I hardly touched him uh, I was like freaked <laughs> out when it was a boy uh, but uh yeah we started dancing together and then it literally took off from there which was fantastic 
Oh my gosh, I just laughed so hard. Like, I love that. I can't imagine being like, well, I can't imagine being like eight years old, nine years old and being like, I am not going near a boy. Boys smell, boys are awful. Oh, I freaking love that. When you were talking about that there, you talked about being really, really shy. So were you, like, would you classify yourself as a shy person? Or, you know, how did you break down that shyness, I suppose? Like, has that come at a certain point in your life? Or are you still shy, Faye? So I'm not I'm not sure anymore no and it did come at a certain point which I remember so vividly it was hilarious so it was when I was around 14 15 years old and I remember getting a school report okay and the all the teachers had said like she's fantastic she's she's hard working she's got on on track for good grades etc etc but she's too quiet Anyway, every single teacher said that. So I went in with the attitude that I took with my dancing crew. Well, I'll show them. And then I turn into a bit of the class rebel. So um, that was when the shyness definitely broke down. And then the, the school report a year later was like, I think Faye needs to get back in a shell now. And that was all of the teachers. They couldn't believe it. So definitely I kind of broke away from that shyness at that, at that age, probably around 14, 15. I went into a bit of a rebellious time. I was not a naughty child at all we were actually thinking we were hilarious we, ju- we just wasn't we wasn't funny and uh, but we thought we were hilarious in our little gangs that we had so um yeah we wasn't naughty at all but we did get quite a few detentions I, I love that so much I'll show them I mean if anything that is definitely like the phase that I would associate with you like anybody says anything to you and you are that person that's like cool well I'm gonna do it and you just have that like internal passion to like prove everyone else wrong I think that's would that be right yeah it was definitely and that was something that um I suppose in a way was something that was kind of it's always been a drive to show people that if they say I couldn't do it, then I can absolutely do it. And sometimes that can be a disadvantage as well, as you can imagine, you're constantly thinking what other people think, which isn't great. So, uh, but yeah, definitely on the positive side, it's like, absolutely. I'll show you. And here I I love it. Like it is like Faye is a badass team. You, I'm going to give you her Instagram handle at the end and you can all go follow her because she's just a little ray of positivity and sunshine. Um, okay. So you obviously you said you were with your partner dancing until you were like 21, 22. Now that was Alex, right? So since kind of stopping with Alex and moving on, you're obviously a few years older now. Um, so what's your dancing career been like, especially this last year, obviously all the changes, like how have you coped with the online? um and then yeah how's that been in your life with your new dancing partner yeah so um obviously that that partnership ended of course way 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 far from um covid I'm just trying to think actually I might have just lied about the age that I think I was about 2021 20, I don't think I was 22 I can't really remember to be honest I definitely wasn't 22 I think I <laughs> definitely told a porky there anyway I can't fully remember my age I think I must have been around 20 and um and and yeah so after that I actually then went to China so I was in China for a year so I was actually living in Shanghai and uh, so a lot of the time I'm based in Asia so that's obviously been the massive impact this with the last year with just no travel and that is that is literally where I I teach I um I do competition shows like everything is mainly based in Asia and then and then small part of the time of course we are in the UK so um so yeah that's kind of obviously with how the pandemic's 
hit unfortunately there's been hardly obviously no travel for us uh, dancers uh, we couldn't even get to a studio in the UK so that was a massive impact as well because you know we want to train we've, we're, we're elite performers at the end of the day so that was just an absolute like oh my god well, what do we do now we don't have the opportunity in our homes to fully practice ballroom dancing so with ballroom dancing you do need to move so you can't there's so much technique you can do and fundamentals but you do generally need to move around a floor so uh, and unless you've got a big house with a big wooden floor then you're pretty screwed unfortunately to do ballroom dancing in your home so uh, latin dance the latin dancing so that's uh, the other part of the industry of ballroom and latin they're quite okay because you know you don't need too much space really which is great and again it's something that you can do separately so whereas with ballroom there's two of you but you're dancing literally in connection together so um yeah it, it was a struggle we went we did we have gone online so we do do our online workshops every week every saturday morning now uh, they started god knows how many how many months ago now i've been absolutely ages continuing those on but it gets to a point as well it's like okay you all have the information now you should all be world champions when we come out of lockdown so <laughs> i hope you store in all of this information because if you put this into your body and implement it my god you're gonna be smashing it when you get out of lockdown so yeah it does obviously come to a point where you know everybody needs to put that training then into practice which is of course hard right now for the ballroom dancing industry not being able to get to a studio I can't imagine like there's there's obviously huge debate with performers and particularly like my so my love and passion and interest is always like the West End and musicals and that side of the performance world and I just have so many friends that are in that industry and they struggle they've, they've been unemployed now for a year you know they they bust their asses they got back for a couple of weeks at the end of last year and then it's fallen by the wayside again and a lot of them didn't even get that opportunity to go back so you know like the fact that you've been able to turn your business online is absolutely incredible and still have that impact and still have that reach but yeah what's it like not being able to well, I suppose live out your main passion like it's been a year now so how's that how's that impacting you Honestly, it is absolutely heartbreaking. I, I still can't believe this has gone on for a year. Like I actually can't believe it. And um, yeah, I think also what's what's even more heartbreaking is that dancing is continuing all around the world, just not in the UK right now. So the fact that we're st I'm stuck here is <laughs> like get me out the country so I can go. But the problem is I can't because obviously with other uh, countries restrictions and the fact that we can't travel right now as well. So, yeah, I think that's more heartbreaking knowing that there are people out there practicing, training, pretty much haven't had a year off. It's just that they haven't been able to travel to uh, the World Championships, etc. because they have been cancelled. Um, but majority, a lot of the dancers still are able to get to a studio to practice to train whereas those unf the unfortunate ones unfortunately haven't been able to do that and be because of course I am um, a competitive world I'm sorry I compete worldwide so my competitors aren't just in the UK they are all over the globe so knowing that you can see competitors training and practicing and performing it's just like oh my god like I want to be with them uh, so yeah that's probably the hardest again it's kind of that if they're doing it and I can't kind of thing so yeah that has been so difficult but on the flip side I've managed to be very productive within this last year in a different aspect so which has kept me very positive my mindset has grown 
I didn't realize I needed mindset work in the first place, but I didn't know what it was all about. Not going to lie, personal growth, personal development. I was like, what the hell is that? Uh, please don't get me reading any books. I haven't got time to read a book. <laughs> um, it was literally like, that was kind of my mentality. It was just, yeah. So um, yeah, obviously I've delved into that and that's been a massive help. And I know that's going to be a huge help for my dancing career as well. I love it. It's so honest and it's so true as well. Like the the developments of people's mindset over the last year, like whether you want to admit it or not, like our mindset has all been impacted in one way or another. And the fact that you've managed to take what what is like a really negative situation and a really tough situation. Like I can't imagine being in that position where you know, everything in my life evolves around one thing. Let's face it, you're traveling and you're competing and you're, and to just be like, you know, I'm restricting them here. And you, you have coped with that so, so well. Like you are an absolute role model and inspiration for how well you have coped with it. Like I didn't quite understand the depths of your dancing career when obviously I was first introduced to you a year ago and just listening to you and your experiences ever since. I'm like, how is this girl like, okay? How, how is she okay? Like, but it is just so nice and so inspiring to learn about so what are some of the things that you are doing to I suppose you've said you know you've got your your other channel now that you're allowed to positively develop yourself so what are some of the things that you're doing to really keep your mindset strong and help you right now with everything going on of course so as I said I'm going to start from the very beginning of it because as I said I didn't know anything about personal growth personal development and um, this is all developed by the way through the business that I have called and it's through the through the company called Arbon. so um, I was introduced to Arbon back in March last year and that's when I started to understand that this wasn't just a business this is also to help you grow as a person so um, within the first two months again as, as I just mentioned a little something there about I didn't want to read I don't like reading I, the reason why I only went to high school did a few of my GCSEs then left was because I hated anything to do like reading writing I hated it I was like I am a dancer I do not need to be smart or intelligent to be a dancer <laughs> as long as I know how to dance I understand the dancing fundamentals and techniques and it, that is what my brain is all consumed of I will be fine I'll be a world champion so that was kind of my mindset and obviously I carried that through until I was literally like 23 24 which um, obviously isn't great so um yeah the personal growth started and it was actually a time where I hit a very low point for me personally and this wasn't just do business actually this was everything I think I had a bit of a realization that this was not this this whole situation was going to carry on for a lot longer than what we expected so I was like okay my dancing career may not be coming back for let's say six months and that was like maximum at that point. And this was back in April last year. I was like, okay, six months. Okay, right, what we're going to do? And then that was just kind of like a boom. And that's when I got introduced to some books and to certain people um, who I should listen to, who I should delve into and make them one of my five people that I was surrounding myself with every single day. So anyway, I started doing that, started building the personal growth, the personal don't, started to understand it. And that's when I started implementing it. So one thing that I will say to you all, or whoever, of course, is listening to this uh, amazing podcast right now, is that make sure that you delve into the information and don't just be like, oh, okay, I'm going to try this, going to try that. Like, understand it, because that's the most important, because I didn't understand it. But when I understood it, then I wanted to do it. Somebody also telling me you should do this and something I don't know about, that wasn't going to inspire me to do it. I had to get the inspiration myself 
so that's where I started and there's a few things that I implemented but I'm going to go I'm literally going to zip all the way now to the present time about a week ago now I was introduced to the most fantastic man on earth and I'm absolutely friggin obsessed with him I as well I may as well work for Tony friggin Robbins like I literally <laughs> speak about him all the time like he is an absolute genius now his podcasts and everything are out there and I last week did this most oh god the most insane webinar I've ever experienced my whole entire life and um it was incredible it was called unleash the power within can you imagine how I felt after that four days and how insane I'm feeling right now? You are literally unleashing the power within. So, um, you know, when you see any advertisements or anything about these personal development webinars, as there are, of course, webinars right now, please go and invest and do it. And then figure out whether, of course, you want to progress in your life and you want to be happy because that's all it's about. It's I absolutely love it. I'm obsessed with Tony Robbins. Like, honestly, I learned about him, gosh, like way back at the beginning, probably about 2016, I learned about Tony Robbins. And it was through another podcast I used to listen to. And the host always talks about how she sold her car to go to Tony Robbins when she was broke. And it was just like, she was like, she went and transformed her life. And since then, she's, you know, got three businesses all in the million pounds, like absolutely transformed her life. And she's like, just turned 30. And I was so inspired by like, I need to follow this Tony Robbins guy. Like there's so much free content out there. And I think that's like, you obviously went to UPW and that was, it was paid, right? But there's so much free stuff as well. And that's, I love that. Like you, there's there's no limit on what we can access now. Like everything is online and whatever you want to learn, whatever you want to feel, whatever you want to know about, you can access that information out there literally using Google or using any other sources that are similar to that. And it's just so empowering. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, yeah, like just go and search, search Tony and everything will come up that what's coming up. Obviously, everything's online right now and it's so much cheaper than going in person. So take advantage of it. Like think of the positive. So yeah, absolutely. Go and um, go and do your research on Tony. But things I've implemented it right now and obviously when I start my personal development. So um, the first things first, I think let's start from the very start of your day is your morning routines. Now, I can't tell you how important it is, this morning routine. And I tested it. I tried and tested it. It was actually a couple of months ago. It was the most stupidest thing I did. But anyway, uh, obviously here to be true. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Let's see if I can go a couple of days without doing a morning routine. Oh, my God. By the third day, I was literally depressed. I was like, this is not good. So the reason for your morning routine is to start your day off the right way. Now, you have an option when you wake up in the morning. You either get out the left side of the bed or you get out the right side of the bed. The left side of the bed is for you to be in a, can I swear, Claire? Yes, you can. Okay, great. In an absolute shit mood for the rest of your day and, you know, everything on top of you, it's everyone's fault. You're blaming everyone else for everything that's going on. But then on the other side of the bed, which is your right side of your bed, where you feel insane, you're ready to smash your day, you've got your things on your to-do list, you're going to get them done, you're going to go and absolutely smash out your fitness, you're going to eat the best food for the day to serve your body purpose, you have that choice. And that's the first thing. And that's one thing I really want to make clear is that you have the ability to change your emotional state at any point of the day. You should never have a bad day. But the thing is, people, um, let's say they're not 100% sure how to do that. So I'm going to kind of go through my morning routine with you just very, very quickly. So um, simply first things first, I never check my phone in the morning. That's something that's on the other side of the room. I turn my alarm off and then I'm up 
So the reason why I actually put my phone on the other side of the room is so I have to physically get out of bed because motion equals emotion. Okay. Yeah. So to create motion in your body, to get your body moving, you've, you've, you need motion in your body. So, and then simply I'm like reading my books. I'm doing, um, do a meditation. There's guided meditations out there, guys. Like just go and research on Google 10 minutes guided positive meditation. Um, but the actual one exercise that I have started doing and implementing, which literally gets me in tears every single morning, it's, oh God, it's, it's honestly amazing. It's um, Tony Robbins priming exercise. Yes. Literally just go and YouTube that is actually, it's a free source and it's 15 minutes and Tony is literally speaking to you and it's, it's also gratitude, your goals and what you want essentially within your life. Now, also as well, the reason why this is so, so important is because when you wake up in the morning and, you know, let's say halfway through the day, you feel like, oh, I can't bother to do that now. Or I'm a bit tired. Let's have a nap. Or of course you can have a nap. It's fine. But, um, you know, you're starting to lose motivation, let's say, throughout the day. Now, simply two things you can do. You can allow that till you go to bed and then probably wake up feeling the same the same way and then you're kind of in a cycle of that or you change it you flip your state you realize how you're feeling you get out of it so the priming exercise is absolutely fantastic for that but the reason for it is because when you feel like that in the day it's in you literally your thought process is initiated with like no these are wide can you not remember from like a couple of hours ago you're freaking crying at tony robbins of what he was telling you to do and how you're feeling and then you're like yeah crap get back on it right let's go let's go let's go so that's why it's so important that you prime your body into peak performance ready for your day so that's what I do I put some high vibe music kind of freaking dance the holy crap out my room and you wouldn't think I'm a professional dancer when you watch me dance by the way it's actually hilarious so I'm absolutely going for it put my arms I'm like wiggling my head all sorts going on and then I'm saying my affirmations at the same time guys I shout out to the universe what I want and what I have and what I what I have essentially I haven't got right now but I'm telling the universe I'm gonna have it I love it yeah I'm literally it's a it's a wild morning for me and that takes me about 45 minutes and you know 45 minutes out of your whole 24 hours of your day to make you feel good is that too hard to ask for no so that's why I'll start my day and then I'll straight into activity then because that's when your your brain is at peak state then use it for the activity then go and do what you got to do for the rest of your day that's a lower activity essentially that's not gonna it's not gonna require much brain power let's just put it that way I love it it's so true like my morning routine probably takes me about an hour but that's just because I'm I could definitely do it shorter but I'm like I don't want to I want to take an hour and I like having an hour in the morning and I've got like a uh, a diffuser that I set for an hour and I've got a light that I set for an hour so it's like I set them both for an hour and then when they both go off I'm like morning routine complete and my flatmates always go by my room and they're like it looks like you're running a spa in there and I'm like yeah it is basically a spa like get over yourselves do you want you want to be in here like go sort out your own so yeah I totally get it and it's very similar but also different in aspects I just love hearing how different people turn on that high vibe and get that energy going because you know, people look at me and they're like, oh, Claire Reed, she does meditation. Her energy's high all the time. Like, but that's just her. And she's that kind of person and she can do that. And I can't do that. And the reality is, is, you know, you've just said it there a year ago, you didn't do any of these things. And it's been a choice through your learning to experience to do it. And I think that's the big take home from all of this is that it is a choice and people can decide to either do it or people can decide to not do it. And 
we've both decided to do it. So I absolutely love it. Okay, um, the last thing that I kind of want to get you to dive into today um, is obviously building discipline. So we hear all the time, like discipline is like a muscle. And I just think with you coming from a kind of professional dancing background and, you know, we spoke about all the changes you've had in particular this last year in your own mindset, like how have you, how has your discipline been built with your new business? And, you know, did that discipline, was that ingrained in you from seven eight years old and how can other people start to build their own discipline because motivation will only get you so far and it's discipline that really is the the crux of any success so talk to us about it how does it work okay so I'm just gonna like again take you all the way back because I think because I've always had such high goals and high expectations for myself that is naturally where that discipline comes from now that necessarily doesn't mean that I was the most confident person out there. That doesn't mean that I was the most like outgoing person out there. Absolutely not. I was actually probably more so the complete opposite. As I said, I was a very shy character as, as, as a child. But I think that discipline also came from the fact that when you're in any, any kind of sport, you are training yourself every single day. I remember coming out of lessons. I remember coming out of training in absolute tears. But what would I do next day? I'd rock up again, same time, for the same amount of hours. And I'd cry again as I was walking out the studio. But I'd rock up exactly exact the same, same time, same hours, and then repetition. So I think the, the key from that and something that is, is so crucial is repetition is the mother of skill. If you get into a, and to be honest, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of, a lot of things that create success in life are probably, first of all, they're not easy. They're probably not enjoyable as well at the time. Like I have such a passion for dancing, but I'm in frigging pain. Yeah. I have blood, sweat, tears, blisters, feet are killing, legs are killing, arms killing, my body's in pain. Do you think I enjoy that process? Absolutely not. When I go to the gym and I'm smashing at the gym and I'm absolutely going crazy on that treadmill because I'm like, this is, this is what I need to do for my dancing career. I'm not enjoying the process. I know I just have to do that process. And the next day, what do I do? I get up and I go back to the gym and I get on that treadmill. So it is that repetition and you get yourself into a state of, I am no matter what going to do X, Y, Z for my future. And anybody can do this. You hear majority of the success stories come from either like the most poorest conditions of life or even even middle class conditions you know and the reason being is because they know they're here for more they've been brought on this planet for more and they want to give more not just to the world but to themselves they deserve it so I honestly believe that with discipline, it's all about repetition. And then you get yourself in that repetition, waking up at a certain time every morning, going to bed at a certain time every single evening, making sure you're doing the activity every single day, making sure that if you say you're going to do something, you absolutely do it. And also watch out for a certain language saying, I can't. The moment you say can't in in a sentence, change it to must. So I can't, no, no, I must do that now because the fact that I've said I can't do it is absolutely ridiculous because I'm strong, I'm powerful, I'm determined, let's go, I must do that and I must challenge myself because that's what's going to like move me one step closer to that success. So discipline naturally was because I was, I was born with it. I was born with it. I was told to, and you know, it's so funny, I'm, I'm saying this in, let's say, a sporting aspect, but we've all got discipline. 
We all wake up in the morning, we go and brush our teeth, we wash our face, we have breakfast. We all wake up in the morning and X, Y, Z, or, you know, we all go to bed at night, we put our pajamas on, we, or let's say we make our bed in the morning. You know, we've all got discipline, but, it, but that kind of discipline, of course, isn't going to change your life. But if you take that discipline into what you want to do and make it repetitive, you'll see a, you'll see a change. You'll see a change. I love it. I knew you were the queen to talk about discipline. I love that. It's a simple. It's just repetition. It is. It's just repetition. So, so good. I've absolutely loved this chat. And I know the guys listening are probably like, her energy is wild. Who is this girl? She is absolutely incredible. So yeah, if you can just tell the listeners, whereabouts can they find you? Um, what's your Instagram? Absolutely. Yes. So I am on Instagram. It's at Faye Elizabeth. And then there's an E on the end. And it's all lowercase as well. Um, So yeah, it's pretty, pretty simple to find. Um, But can I just end with like one extra thing, just a little little like inspo for you guys, because I think with discipline, obviously, as as I said, it it is so crucial with the repetition, but you've got to understand what you are repeating. Okay, because if you're repeating something that's not going to serve you, then you're not going to obviously see that success. And I'm just going to take you through literally the top the top key tips to success. Okay, so it all starts off with that idea through imagination. Now, the best way to find that, obviously, I do believe is through meditation. You'll find that the universe will give you so many ideas and there's ideas thrown at you every single day. It's whether you go ahead and do it. And I encourage you that every opportunity that you feel like in your gut, not in your head, because your head's full of doubts, unfortunately. Go with your gut. If your gut's saying, yeah, go for it. Go for, go for it, Claire. Go for it, Faye. You've, you've got this. Like, Get it on a piece of paper and go for it. So first of all is that idea through that imagination. Your second one then is have frigging insane faith that you're going to make it successful. Okay, so this again, it's that discipline. It's a knowing, that you, knowing that you can do it. You've got that faith in this idea that you're going to make it absolutely happen. Third one, which is so crucial now, this is where discipline massively kicks in, is that plan. Okay, you can't have an idea, have all the faith, but then no plan. Okay, so make sure you've got a plan there. Fourth one, action, massive friggin' action. Don't think it's just going to fly out of nowhere for you. You've got to do the work, okay? So absolutely discipline on the action every single day as well. Fifth key from here, which is so, so important, is that persistence and that decision, the decision that you are going to absolutely, no matter what, not quit. And then finally is your burning desire why you have started this in the first place and naturally your discipline will kick in because my god when that why is so strong there's no way you're going to quit and you're going to want to do it you're going to wake up you're going to want to wake up at like 4am in the morning and go to bed at like 4am at night like you're not going to want to sleep like that is how strong your why should be you should literally want to just be up 24 7 absolutely smashing your your goals your dreams of what you want to achieve in the future and that is discipline and they are the for me personally the top t top key success tips for success i love it you're actually such an inspiration i'm just listening to you like yes Faye, yes <laughs> she's so good she's on it team and if you didn't catch all of those notes then make sure you save this episode go back write grab a pen and paper and write down those steps and then let us both know how you get on when you actually start to implement these steps into your life because we love it when you guys share with us and we love to know your successes and how you are leveling up your life okay so Faye before I kind of summarize and kind of hand over the last thing 
that I like to ask is obviously whoever's listening right now we don't know what state they've woken up in today we don't know where they're at in their life right now and we don't know what's going on in their life right now but they've chose to listen to this podcast and give us half an hour of their time so just as they head out into the world and they're about to face their day in whatever capacity they're about to face can you give them one piece of advice that has helped you that's maybe shifted your mood shifted your energy or just one thing for them to hear to take out into their day-to-day and to conquer their lives so I'm going to try and keep this as short as I can but just simply know that everything will be okay what happened what's happening right now is not going to be for the rest of your life but one thing that I do know is you can either wait for it to die down that situation that you're in right now or you can simply make a decision today to act upon it act upon it right now after listening to this podcast so I just think that I've given you an amazing tool please go and just go and google and youtube Tony Robbins prime and exercise go and do that now 15 minutes and see how you feel there's you'll have a mix of emotions absolutely but you'll also really bring you down to your core and be like you know what I'm here in life to first of all make me a priority okay your happiness is the most important because well it is that's not there's no reason why you are the most important but please do know that anything that's happening in your life right now it's not forever and the fact that my whole dancing career I've lost it for a whole year now and I've made I've managed to find the positive myself I really hope I've given the inspiration to you to show you that you can too so with that I'm gonna literally leave it at that thank you so much Faye thank you thank you thank you we love you and guys we will see you all next week